0: Sand true on the road today. We are. We're, we're on the driveway. <laughs> we're, on the, we're in... Wait, did you say we're on the driveway? <laughs> well, because we're not technically on the road. We walked up my driveway. Very true. <laughs> we walked up the driveway into the barn. Which is the gym. Which is the gym that we work out in. We're sitting next to the sauna <laughs> in... Oh, let's tell them this story. In a sun chair <laughs> and a folding chair. And a folding chair. Because... That's what we could find. Yeah. And when Crystal wa- was having a hassle with a pile. There's literally a pile of chairs over there.
1: <laughs> there's three that were all broken. But and there's lots of people here.
0: There are. And there's lots of noises. So today you're along for the ride. You get to hear if there's a mower goes by, someone just walked in, you know, the birds chirping. You get to hear it all. Yeah. But that's good because our goal is always that you would feel like you're sitting in the room with us. Yeah and today that is an authentic experience as you hear my brother walk down the stairs (laughs) say hi cal you don't have to tiptoe we were standing in the kitchen and we look out one window, and the dog got out of the gate. So he's running up the hill. We look out another window. There's a log going by the window.
1: Big piece of wood. Like, where did that come from? And with and no just, person's hands it's or head. just walking across the
0: window. And then we look out another window, and we see um, her dad driving up this other driveway that's not hers. It's her father-in-law's.
1: <laughs> and then Matt, with a broken down... Uh, Kubota across the street, like with his axle broken. He's walking up the field. Looking all sad. Yeah. So there's just never a dull moment here on Sticks and Stones Farm. Or stand true. Or stand true on the road. Or the driveway. (laughs) Or the driveway. (laughs) But today we have a very serious lie. (laughs) It is serious. I know, but we say that every
0: week. Well, every lie is serious. Yeah. Because this is is a serious lie. Well, every lie is serious. why did we both just say that but flip-flop? <laughs> well, this one, I think here. here's what it is. This is why this one's serious. Because we both know people or have experienced this ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it seems close and dear to our hearts. Very personal. So that's why it seems so serious. Mm-hmm. So... How is it written? I have it written as, I can't get over my depression. Okay. I'm stuck in it.
1: Yeah. Okay. There's no getting over it. Depression is the end-all be-all. Like, you... Mm. There is no rescue or escape from it. Like, this is the way it is. This is my reality. My
0: reality. I'm a depressed person. Yep. This is the way that I view the world. Yes. Maybe it's like my worldview. Yes. Just kind of stuck in it. Which I believe is a lie.
1: When I look at depression, well, first off, I think it's really important to say if you are listening to this and you have depression in such a way that you feel like ending your life or you feel like... Um, there is just no way out mm-hmm. and you are coping with it in ways of self-harm, addiction, I would say please, please, please reach out for help. There is help available immediately for you if yeah. That is what you're dealing with. There's a phone number. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. isn't there texting or something you can. Yeah.
0: There's a hotline for that, which you can call 988 or you can text 988. Hey, like this emergency. number 988. Yeah.
1: So I would say don't listen any further. Turn off the podcast and call that number if that's where you're at. Um, And I know that is a reality. I know that that has been a reality for a lot of people. And so I just really want you to know that there's, there's someone waiting for you. You yeah. just need to make the call. We're tackling this lie of this underlying depression that we feel sometimes, like this sadness. I would use an example of my own life. Mm. Um, I tend to, to be a glass half full kind of person, smile on my face. Um, but there have been times in my life where there's a smile on my face But I've asked the Lord, why don't you take me? Like, why am I still living? What good am I? What good am I to Matt? What good am I to my kids? Like, how can you use me? And there's been times in my life where I've been paralyzed with those thoughts that were stuck in my head. Um, And then sometimes thoughts of like anxiousness or anxiety that leads to those thoughts of, like, what is wrong with me? You know, woe is me. I have, like, just so much sadness. And, you know, I don't know what to do just other than, like, end it, God. Like, yeah, take me home. I'm not going to say depression is a lie or fake. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, depression know.
0: is real. It is very real.
1: And it is um, something that I firmly believe we have to first put into the right context because I know a lot of my friends um, unfortunately have sought some some poor counseling when it comes to to this whole topic of depression um, and I think we have to kind of clear the ground first and start with a fresh foundation right mm-hmm. so is depression a sin is the question <laughs> I'm not asking you. Don't worry. You weren't prepared
0: for that.
1: <laughs> you lost all the color in your face, and you were like, Did that <laughs> really? uh, "Yeah," and you're like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> "That okay. scared me for a
1: second. <laughs> you thought I, I was haven't you done on any research on
0: that. <laughs> all
1: right, so we have to have a proper foundation before we tackle the lie. I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe we have to ask the question: Is depression a sin? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hard question, and that's a question that a lot of people don't really want to answer mm. because it seems to be a gray area, but I am going to say it is not a sin. Depression is not a sin. Acting upon depression is can be a sin, mm. right? So yeah. if we start living our life out of this place of depression without seeking the proper help, yeah. without, you know, working towards working out our faith, right? Mm. Um, and understanding God's love then I think depression our response to depression can be sinful and I think we have to understand that God knows how we're wired and knows how we're built and I think it's important that we understand that um, he we have many examples in the Bible Jesus himself that was depressed or faced with depression and had a choice on how they were going to respond to it. Mm. So I think we go to the Bible to look at different people in the Bible that had very depressing situations and real mental depression. And how did they respond to it? Yeah. I think that's really important. We need to look at, there's there's a lot of scripture, I think, between you and I that we're going to cover today. Yeah. And and like we always say, all jokes aside, we're just going to scratch the surface, and I mean, scratch the surface. And I want to encourage anyone listening to seek biblical counsel. Yeah. If you feel trapped in depression, to get help. Sometimes that does mean medicine. Sometimes um, it it's not. But help is always the answer. And our our number one help me is Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we turn to him and we allow him to guide us to where he needs us to go, where he needs us to be to help navigate our response to depression. Yeah. Um, Hebrews 11, one through two says, if you can believe he loves you, even when you don't feel love, that's faith, right? So the, the scripture says now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So important. What a truth. When we feel Um, those feelings of depression sinking in or like that this downward spiral is about ready to occur and I'm in my head again, I know it's coming on. Uh, To remember the love that God has for us and to remember the faith that he has given us, Mm. that we have that as an anchor to hold on to and to trust him is key right from the get-go. It, there's an action part on our part when when depression starts to to sink in and you start to feel it. This isn't something that just happens overnight. This is something I believe we can sense and feel. And if we're responding to it in a, a, a healthy way, then we have people along for the ride with us. Mm-hmm. We have trusted sisters in Christ that are walking through it with us and are aware that we struggle with certain things Yeah. like, um, for instance, for me, mother's day, uh, I love mother's day cause I'm grateful for my, my three beautiful kids and thankful that the Lord saved my mom and that she's still here with us today. But it brings a little bit of sadness that day because I think about the babies that I've lost. And I think about Matt's mom that we lost, Mm-hmm. And so it's very weird and I can't put my finger on it. But Mother's Day is typically where I start to feel a little depressed.
0: Mm.
1: I start to feel a little depressed on on the holiday. And I can feel it coming and it's like I know it's coming and I I want to not be that way because I want to be thankful for what God has been faithful to in my life and how he is good and I want to give him honor and glory. Right. So I start praying. I already am like I'm already praying up for the weekend and for the holiday weekend to, for him to overflow my heart. Yeah. And for me to have a posture of gratitude to help me focus on my faith in him in eternity. Right. So that the depression doesn't take over. It's not a sin because I'm being aware that, that I could be depressed or deal with depression. That's not a sin. It would actually be more sinful if I took this heart posture of, like, I'm not going to deal with that mess. I'm going to pretend like everything's okay. Yeah. And then I start doing things that aren't honoring and glorifying to God. Mm. Does that make to sense? To cope with it. To that. cope with it. That makes a lot of sense. So it can become a sin depending on how we respond to it.
0: Yes. It can become, okay. But that it's makes not sense? a sin
1: depression is not a sin. It's not a curse God puts on us. It's not a, um, I think you're going to talk about this a little bit based on what you just shared with me a second ago, um, that the devil can use it maybe. And so I think like anything else in our life that could potentially be a sin, Mm -hmm. he knows where we struggle in our Mm -hmm. weakness and he's not creative. So he gets us in that same spot over and over again. Yeah. So then if we respond to that depression in a way that's not honoring glorifying to God, then it could potentially be a sin. But and the he de- knows. And yeah. he knows. But the depression itself is not a sin.
0: Yeah. So at the be- at the very beginning of the Bible, mm-hmm. we are presented with an enemy. Mm-hmm. And this enemy wants to steal and kill and destroy. John 10.10 10 tells mm-hmm. us that. And through deceiving us, so he's called the deceiver and the father of lies in john eight forty four. his goal is to destroy us and dishonor god mm-hmm. but he isn't he isn't doing all this like willy-nilly just kind of like oh poking you here poking me there but he's actually strategic you ever notice how you sin in the same way over and yeah. over again because he knows that that's how, how yeah, and your, he's how not he's gonna creative yeah 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 exactly he's not creative uh-uh.
1: he just maximizes on re-invents your weakness
0: the wheel <laughs> every single time yeah, maximize on your weakness. He wants us to question God. He wants us to question what God's saying. He wants mm. us to question what God says in, in the Bible, the truth. And you see this at the very beginning with Eve. You see him ask her, did God really say mm-hmm. not to eat from yeah. any, for any tree in the garden? Yeah. Not to, is not that not to how he free. said yeah, it? Is that what he and, said? Yeah. It? He wanted her to question, and ultimately mm-hmm. he did get her to question it. Mm-hmm. And so... When you hear the voice of the enemy and the feeling of, like, depression creeping over you, I always stop and ask myself, wait a minute, is this the voice of God? Is this the voice of truth? Do I hear, and what am I hearing, and is it lining up with the Bible? Now, we don't know that until we know the Bible, so Mm -hmm. digging into that will help us. But I want to encourage you not to agree with the that voice right away. A mm-hmm. lot of times the voice that we hear in our head, I think that we agree with because we think it's like our, we hear our voice is mm-hmm. ourself. Right. So we agree with it right away because we're like, well, that's what I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. Don't agree with it right away. You need to measure it against the Bible so that you know, is it truth or is it not? Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Secondly, along with that, along with looking at the beginning, looking at what Satan's called, all this stuff, there are entities which are demons and satan's posse whatever they want to yeah whatever you want to call his little army invested in shaping our thought patterns and invested in and the thought patterns turn into our behavior and our beliefs which is our worldview they want to shape the way that we see the world and the way that we think and the because that will then shape the way that we believe and the shape the way that we act we see this in marketing Mm-hmm. 101 marketing 101 is going to tell you that you got to shape the way that somebody thinks and sees so that they're going to buy your product mm-hmm. well of course satan isn't mm-hmm. reinventing any sort of wheel mm-hmm. and so um you see him doing this within tempting people and shaping our thoughts and um, founding them on lies rather than truth that's why you have to measure it against the bible that's mm-hmm. why you have to know the bible to know the truth and like you're saying depression is just one another one of those things that satan can use in our lives to pull us away from god and so knowing the truth is going to help us within that as well
1: i think that's good i'm i'm mauling on that it's spiritual warfare yes absolutely it is spiritual warfare it is god not going anywhere and staying firm with us saying i am here Mm -hmm. trust me you have nothing to fear.
0: Knowing his voice.
1: Yeah. Like, listen to me. Follow me. You're okay. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. You're protected. I understand how you feel, but mm-hmm. you are loved. Mm-hmm. And then you have Satan basically, you know, fighting this spiritual warfare of like, yeah, oh, but what is the purpose of your life? Yeah. And, you know, what's there to be happy for? And... You can see the spiritual warfare play out, and boom, you suffer depression.
0: Causing you to question God's voice like yeah. he did with Eve. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I like
1: mm-hmm. it. I, I it's, It is a sad truth. Like, it is yeah. the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but the really good news in that is that we know Christ wins. Yes. And so to call on him as our helpmate. I think about many people in the Bible, but I cannot help but emphasize David Mm. when I think about depression. Read the book of Psalms and argue with me (laughs) that he was not a depressed fella. (laughs) So um, I think about some of the Psalms that he wrote. One of them um, is Psalm 38, 4. It's a verse in one of the Psalms. My guilt... My guilt has overwhelmed me mm-hmm. like a burden too heavy to bear. David wasn't a great guy. He did some mm-hmm. pretty hefty sinful things. Mm-hmm. But he was a man after God's heart, and we saw him redeemed, and we know that that God used him in big ways, right? Mm-hmm. He, that he was a mess, and God used his mess. He redeemed his mess, and he cleaned him up, and he worked through him, right? Mm-hmm. But we see in the book of Psalms, we see David crying out in anguish, crying out in fear, crying out in pain. The, the sin and the guilt that he carried, right? Mm-hmm. And the things that he experienced because yeah. of his life choices and, his, and the, the places he fell short, right? Um, plus the loss of his sons, second Samuel Looking at David's life we see tremendous excuses for mm. why David could have been depressed but I see something even bigger I see him writing psalms and I see him or contributing at least
0: yeah
1: and sharing his heart of how he let it go He didn't hold on to it mm. He didn't do it alone He cried out to his father and said all the things that God already knew he felt. Mm. The anguish in my soul, like the, I'm overwhelmed by the burden. It's too heavy. Don't you, doesn't that feel so sad and so depressing? And I understand. I have felt that way. I felt that way in my marriage. I have felt that way in losing babies. I have felt that way fighting for family with addiction I have felt that way and have cried out to the Lord and have asked him to to rescue and to save so I understand that depth of depression Mm. and I understand that it's real but the lie of it is I don't have to stay there I get to give that to God, allow him to take that burden. His yoke is easy. He will take it. He will sustain. Mm -hmm. I can cry out my heart to him, get all the emotions out and all the feelings, and then pick myself up and know that I'm loved, just like David did. Know that I'm loved. Know that he's forgiven me from some of the wicked things I've done in my past and the ways I've responded in my past because I am definitely not perfect and I, my life was a mess before Jesus, and I made some really bad choices. But instead of living condemned or heavy in burden and allowing, it to, the, allowing Satan to have a foothold to keep me trapped in depression, I release it to my father mm. and allow my burden to be taken mm. so that I can live free. I can live loved.
0: Wow. Right? By listening to his voice. By listening to his voice. Also, something to note is that psalms is like what is it 150 chapters or 159 chapters something along those lines and so much of it is like not repeated but so many chapters are like oh it seems like i'm reading the same thing that i read five chapters back so it's not like don't feel like oh i'm going through the same exact thing like why am i not learning this again like i'm going through the same exact thing sometimes it takes some time like you're Mm -hmm. working through it yeah and you see david do that yeah for sure do that he cuz then he writes in psalm
1: 42:11 why are you downcast o oh my soul why are you downcast why are you depressed o oh my soul why so disturbed within me put your hope in god for i will yet praise him my savior and my god so here's what i hear from this that are takeaways if I am if I am prone to feeling depressed, mm-hmm. or I know there's certain circumstances that bring a depressed feeling onto me, or I know that in certain seasons I can become depressed, which mm-hmm. is a real thing too. Mm-hmm. Or I know that that mentally I deal with depression. I think there is some takeaways. One, recognizing that mental health, I, I've said this to you before, that mental health is pursuing truth. Mm -hmm. So what is true? All right. Why am I feeling this way? Well, we know this lie that I'm useless or what's my life worth. We know that's a lie because that's nothing God says about who I am. So I am going to combat that. I'm going to create a battle plan against this depression and say, that's not true, but here's who God says I am. And I am going to spend time in his word, meditating on who he says I am, Mm. the truth that he has for me, to say, no, Crystal, you are loved. You are cherished. You are precious. You have purpose. I have called you. You are holy. You are set apart. You are those things. You're not this. So I'm going to do that first. I'm going to pursue what is true. Yep. And we learn that through the Psalms, through the life of David. And then I am going to... Uh, from that point, I'm going to give my burden in prayer, and constant conversation, just turn it over and give it to God. I'm going to release that burden to God.
0: Yep.
1: And then what I'm going to do is praise him for what he has done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's really hard to stay depressed when I face reality and the truth. When I'm walking in the word with the Lord in prayer, in thanksgiving, in gratitude and gratefulness, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to stay in a spot of depression.
0: Yeah. Ben Stewart, it's funny because this leads right into it. I have a quote by Ben Stewart. Okay. He says, a lot of our deepest problems are not rooted in depression, but are actually rooted in the failure to recognize or understand something fundamental about the character of God and who he is. So if we're not like that's adding to one of those points like if we're not understanding who God is and his character and understanding his voice and the truth then a lot of our depression a lot of the problems that are not mm-hmm. rooted in depression are actually rooted in not understanding who God is. Yeah. and who he says you are. And Satan wants you to think that depression is where you're stuck and that's yes. that's the reality. But it's not the reality. So
1: over and over again, he hit you in the same spot.
0: And over and over again, you have to remind yourself, like David did in the Psalms, writing yes. 150 times over and over again, that he needed to know who God
1: was. That's right. And then Psalm thirty four eighteen says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit.
0: Mm.
1: Your, your help is on the way.
0: Yeah. And when we start to recognize that this is only a symptom of the attacks of the enemy. It's it's a symptom. It's Mm -hmm. not the end all be all. Mm -mm. It's a symptom of what's going on inside. So when you start to realize, I love those three points you had. Mm -hmm. When you start to realize that you need to know reality. Yeah. What's true? You need to know what's true. You need to spend time with God in prayer and hand it over to Him. And you also need to know God. Mm -hmm. You have to pursue knowing knowing Him and His Word. Yeah. Yeah. Those three things. Like when you start to realize that, or when you start to feel the symptom of depression and know, like, okay, that's a that's a cue for me to know i need to get my heart in check because depression is not the end all be all mm-hmm. it's a symptom to tell you the enemy's attacking you well we need to get battled up we need to get geared up armored we up armored up not battled up the battle's coming got, the battle is coming you hear we need those, to be armored you, you up see, you mm-hmm. see that battle coming you got to get armored up because it's just a symptom
1: yeah yeah so how do you so i gave three points yeah I think there's some other really important takeaways from this. Yeah. Armoring up, when you think of the armor of God, we know that means accepting, you know, our salvation, yep. knowing his word, being in prayer. We know we know what a lot of that has to do the belt of truth, knowing mm-hmm. what's true, but there's something else that is so important. We cannot hide and stay alone. Mm community you need community it there is nothing shameful about being honest with a trusted sister in christ that's going to help guide you and lead you in the way of everlasting in the way of truth And and love of Christ. Sometimes I think as women, we get embarrassed or we think we have to have it all together. We definitely compare ourselves to others. And we see the smile on other women's face and think they got it all together. Mm. Right. And you brought up social media. We see their posts and we see how their life is all just just peachy. Yeah, it's just dandy. Right. And the reality is behind that smile and behind the family. Yep. There's the same struggles. We all have them.
0: Yeah. We all have a junk drawer, people. We,
1: we do. We all have stuff. We all have a mess. And depression is just one area that we can tackle in community Yep, with Jesus.
0: Choosing to walk alone in that, you're not going to get very far. Many hands make light work. Mm-hmm. My mom always used to say that to me. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, get... Get the troops together, get yeah. your brothers, and go yeah. help clean the kitchen. Yeah. Well, if we're trying to clean something up, trying to clean out that junk drawer, you're not going to only – you can't do it by yourself. It's going to take forever. Uh-uh. Get your people together and work on it together. Because if they're your people, then they love you and they yeah. want to help you. And find like
1: people, right? there. There is the organization AA. I'm sure a lot of people have heard. Alcoholic Anonymous. Um, that organization – is a place where recovering alcoholics can go with people who have the same struggles that they are working through the same steps of healing Yep. because they have the same struggle. Now, not every alcoholic's the same. Not every alcoholic had the same, you know, bout. Without, yeah, none of the, you know, everyone is different and unique, yeah. but the community aspect of Alcoholic Anonymous provides a community and a support Yep. that allows you to, to be honest and say, I need help. I need somebody to walk through this with mm. me. And depression is, is very much the same as alcoholism. Yeah. Alcohol doesn't become a sin when you drink alcohol. Alcohol becomes a sin when, you're, when you have a disease and you drink to get drunk.
0: Yep.
1: Now we have a sin,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So depression isn't a sin, it becomes a sin when we, the, with the way we respond to it. Yes. So you find people in your biblical community that are able to help you mm-hmm. stay pointed towards Christ. And that's how we navigate it.
0: So those are the four, four points. Mm-hmm. Pursuing truth, spending time with God in prayer and his word. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're going to pursue truth because you're understanding yeah. the word. You're understanding who God is and his character. And then you're surrounding yourself with community.
1: Community. And I want to add to that. In some cases, that means doctors. If, yes. if there's medication that's needed, um, sometimes that's what it means. Not always, yeah. but sometimes. And that's okay, too. Yes. It's, well, it's combating yeah. that desire Within us that falls into depression sometimes. Yeah.
0: We start to see depression not as the issue, but as uh, the root that's starting to surface. Mm-hmm. We're able to chop that boy out of the ground. <laughs> Get, Get out of weird. here. I'm planting flowers. Yeah. I don't want a weed.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had a, I actually had a verse I was going to read. It is Philippians four six three. 6 okay. 3. it says this Do not worry about anything. Instead, Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Mm. Then you will experience God's peace. It exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent excellent, and worthy of praise. And I'm not reading this to say that Life should be rainbows and butterflies. I know that depression, like we talked about, is mm-hmm. a is a bigger thing. But that verse, I think, sums up the four points that we keep talking about.
1: Identifying what is true and what is a lie. Yep. Right? Uh, being in prayer, in conversation with the Lord, surrendering the burden. Yep. And then in your the Word of God, in the Bible, getting to know the truth and his character, yep. and then surrounding yourself with community. With community. Mm-hmm. Those
0: four things. And I think that that verse just, that... That's good. That sums it up. Though yeah. He's telling us to do that right there.
1: Yeah. Wow. My heart My heart was heavy in tackling this. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, is more women than not are struggling with this. I just hope and pray that whoever was meant to hear this, hears it today. I hope yeah. that if you need to reach out for help that you do, and I just hope and pray that uh, the Lord can use this truth to to set someone free. It's not a
0: sin. It is not a sin. Yep. And there is freedom from mm-hmm. it. And there's freedom. You are not stuck. Yep. You are not a victim nope. of depression. No. Nope. You are a battle warrior. Warrior against it, with the help of God, with the armor of God. Yep. Mhm. It's good. And you have other warriors around you. You're not fighting a battle alone.
1: Yeah. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so very much for this day. Lord, thank you um, again for the opportunity to dig into your word, to see what you have to say about depression, Lord. Um, I just have a heavy heart knowing that there are women listening and women that aren't listening, Lord, that just deal with this and feel trapped by it, feel shackled by it. And Lord, that just breaks my heart. So I pray if it be your will right now lord that you free any woman that is just um really at at the end of a rope and wondering what her purpose is or how can she be freed i pray lord um that we can be women that surrender that burden to you that know the truth about who you say we are be in your word to know your character and to surround ourselves with biblical community lord that will help point us towards you. we love you Lord we thank you for what you do what you continue to do and um, we just we aren't we aren't worthy of it all any of it but you Lord make it all good in your name for those who love you so we just love you we thank you it's in your name we pray amen amen I did not talk to you about this the next lie but I got a message on Instagram <laughs> and it's it, it's much lighter um oh. It's much lighter. okay. And we kind of talked about modesty a bit, but this specific <laughs> lie—oh no—it was actually a question. Okay, is that is it? It is a sinful. Oh,
0: to wear a two-piece bathing suit. Oh, I knew it was gonna be that. How did you know? I, didn't I just knew. No, I just had a feeling. I had a feeling. So, because it's coming up in summer. It's summer, and and. This let's, let's talk this about this fun that.
1: friend send me this message and I just kind of chuckle because I've talked to her about it before but yeah. I'm like, all right, let's tackle it. So we've talked about modesty a little bit, we but have. let's but talk about we talked about I think the lie that God doesn't care about what we wear. Yes, and so I think this is a little bit different, yeah, like because this is a specific thing. Specific, two-piece right. bathing suits. All right, two-piece bathing suits. What do we think?
0: Let's chat. <laughs> if that's the case, I've been living in sin. <laughs>